0: Previously on Cyber Cycles.
1: Hey Brock, this is Bitty Buddy. Is Scythe around there? No, no, uh, they're not around right now. When you see him, tell him that his child support payment is due in two days. Well, I was about to ask Scythe, Chet, Chaz, and Thad to do a paternity test. So I might as well add your name to that list. There's a DNA place in Night City called Unzip Your Jeans. Young Saple and I have already done our tests. You, Scythe, and the I'm-a-Beta boys have one week to give a sample or I'm hauling y'all into court. There are multiple mercenaries running around here. We have to find them.
2: We'll clear the top levels if you start with the basement. Go ahead.
1: All right, let's do it. You are Sure. You go upstairs and we'll go downstairs. Sly, you're hurt. Can I help you in any way? Yeah, get me to a real doctor. Panning back to the rest of the group at the compound. It's 3 a.m. in the desert at Aaron's compound. The gate guards Ira and Liddy are dead. The group's tired and hungry. They've decided to finish clearing the compound. The smell of clay and gun smoke and sulfur fills the air. The Cyber Psycho's crew heads upstairs, and Robin says, Hey Marcus, Warthog, Gina, Kevin, I bedazzled these gloves for you for you to wear on your left hands and maybe they'll bring you good luck. Marcus takes his glove and says, Robin. What? Come here till I tell you. And Robin walks over to Marcus cautiously. This is a lovely rig out, thank you. I think you're grand. And I need more men like you, back at the compound. What do you say you join our crew? Oh, no thank you, Mr. Marcus. I already have a crew. The Cyber-Psychos. Oh, is that what you're calling yourselves now? The Bleeding (laughs) Cyber-Psychos? Now what if, and hear me out, the DV's 18 to persuade Robin to join the Nomad crew. Marcus rolls a 13. Well, I had to try. And Kevin Ragbone says, Let's hunt down these cockroaches and finish this once and for all. And Robin says to Kevin Ragbone, Kevin, why don't we just leave well enough alone? I'd rather die on my feet than live life on my knees. Well, how many people do you have to kill? Keep asking questions, clown, and you're going to find yourself dead. Now let's move out.
3: Is Kevin Ragbone one of those, like, there's a war on Christmas, he feels oppressed for no reason kind of guys?
1: So the Cyber Psychos crew, we're just going to call you that now, heads upstairs to clear the compound. What do you do? Don't worry, Chumbas. I got this. I'm
3: feeling real hard right now. What is a Chumba? Why are you talking like that? You You guys don't get it. You're not from the streets. You're not from the streets. Hold on. More from the streets than you are. Yeah. And how much
2: money does your dad have in your trust fund right now?
3: I have no idea. I don't check it. Also, I'm pretty sure
1: none now because he cut me off. You go up onto the third floor, and this looks like more residential. If you would have a bunk house or sleeping quarters, this looks like that. There's multiple hallways going straight, left, and right. Which way would you like to go? I will turn left. And just so everyone knows, if a... Uh, grenade goes off for example if you don't have a reflex of higher than eight you eat it are these walls wood or brick brick is this whole
3: place made of cocaine is what we're asking
1: (laughs) it's a scratch and sniff structure you turn left and there are four doors down this corridor Sly takes cover around the corner and watches what Brock does. I stay behind Sly. No
0: gusts, no glory, amigo. I am going to the first door and make a clicking sound before I open it. Heretic, is that your stethoscope on my back?
3: Well, I want to make sure your heart is beating
1: correctly.
0: So Banthar rushes in. So which door do you go in? I am going to click to the first door on the right. All right, if he's going right, I'm covering left in case somebody pops that door open. No, okay, so the click does not make the grenade go off, and, and I am reasonably comfortable that I can open this door.
1: You open the door, and it is a bedroom with cots, table, lamp, chairs, basic room. Probably sleeps about four people. And no boom? And no boom. Santa Maria! (laughs) I'm so lucky. (laughs) I am motioning to my amigos that it's clear in this room, so they know. Brock goes into the other room, and it's exactly the same. This is a bunkhouse sleeping quarters for the people who live at this compound. Uh, Anybody hiding under beds in
3: armoires, anything like that? Roll perception. Uh, We're going to come out, uh, move down the hallway, second verse, same as the first. A little bit louder, a little bit worse.
1: I'm going to click another door, okay? Click. Same exact thing happens, and same exact rooms. These four rooms are identical, dorm rooms. Four beds, table, lamp, chair. There's nothing. There's a few personal effects, but it's like clothes. looks like boarding school, but sad
2: is there a gap underneath the doors yes okay slide's gonna go down the other way and look on any doors that are there
1: roll perception that's a 17 you do not see any movement do you have a cyber eye you don't see any s- any movement under the doors if that's what you're looking for
0: i have the cyber eye
1: slide's gonna fall back to the corner and say one of y'all want to open up this door it seems clear so that might sound like he's being afraid, but he cannot sustain a, a a blast. He will die. How many hit points do you have left? 10 hit points, so he eats a grenade and there's no more sly. I'm not afraid to kill you. Yeah. Thank you, I guess. <laughs> all right,
3: uh, I'll pop that first door.
1: I'm assuming you looked under all four doors in that hallway. Okay, uh, I'll go right first. Same exact setup. All right keep on moving down so again if you want any clothes or anything like that there's very basic closets hanging clothes but other than that there's not a ton of personal effects a couple tools you know uh, I
3: think my clothes are nicer can we toss
2: the rooms
1: yeah you can toss the rooms Y'all
2: want to toss the rooms
1: this is a role-playing game you can do whatever you
2: want the slide begins to toss the four rooms on the left just flipping everything over Looking in every drawer, looking underneath beds, all that.
3: I believe these are just living quarters for the
1: locals. I don't believe there's anyone here who's going to do his harm. I'm looking for stuff. You find a pocket knife. You find a uh, bank card. Coolsies. And more clothes.
2: Anything that fits Sly? Sure. Sly's <laughs> going to change out of his overalls and nice button-down shirt for, I guess, a pair of jeans and... <laughs>
1: Yeah, these are like kind of work clothes. That's fine. <laughs> They're not covered in blood or shit. Nope. They're clean. Something someone would wear if they were making bricks. Of cocaine. The the women who were wearing nothing they were wearing nothing on purpose so that they didn't smuggle out the pure product because they were in the lab part where before the before it's diluted with the clay and the bricks but they're making cocaine bricks with a red synthetic cocaine. And when it hits the streets, all the people have to do is break the brick apart, smash it up into a powder, and snort it. Or shoot it, or whatever. Everything's the same bunkhouse. If you want a detailed look, I'll give you a couple of like, Like, there's a flashlight.
3: (laughs) All right, loop through to the uh, next hallway. going left.
1: For the sake of time, I'm going to assume that you're going to clear all eight of these rooms. It's an identical hallway, and the rooms are identical to the first hallway. They are very organized. Now there's 16 rooms that you've cleared.
2: Sly wants to look underneath that center door.
1: Real perception.
2: How's a 16?
1: Sly sees a child's feet, little tiny feet, walking across. Sly going to silently motion to his comrades. For those of you at home, they're doing finger walking on a palm. It's a tiny, it's a, <laughs> like a pinching motion. It's a tiny feet. To indicate. It's a little tiny feet. Has their feet. The smallness of the feet. And then he's, he's pointing to his eyes that he saw that. Tiny feet. Bantar is going to use the cyber eye to look for heat signature on the other side of the wall. Bantar, roll basic tech to see if you see heat signatures from your thermal imaging through the door. DV's 15. 23, amigo. That'll work. Banthar sees what appears to be a small child and two adults. I think we should not, okay? Let's make sure we don't uh,
0: surprise them because we know they're there, but they don't know we are here. See? I am going to click and wait three seconds, and then I am going to knock on the door. Uno, dos, tres. (laughs) Hello? This is Pantar. Is anyone
2: anyone inside? We've been trying to contact you about your car's extended warranty.
0: Do not fear. We, We would like to come inside and talk to you, okay? Go! Uh, we are not going to go away, senorita. We we need to come inside and talk to you, okay? We will not hurt you. My word is my bond. And you hear shuffling in the room. Please, surrender.
1: We're unarmed. Go away.
0: Should I roll persuasion? I roll a 12. That's not going to cut it. I'm going to kick in the
1: door. Let's do athletics. It's, pretty st- it's a pretty stout door. I'm going to give you a... a f- 16 to, to bust it off the hinges.
3: All right. I, I don't want to, I don't need to bust off the hinges. I just need to avoid the uh, the lock. But I got a 15, so I'm going to use two luck to, uh, or one lock to get me over.
1: Okay, take that off your sheet. Brock Stockton front kicks the door and it smashes open. And you see two women and a child cowering in the corner.
3: We need to get you out of here. There's bad people taking over the compound.
1: We're fine. Get out of here.
3: We've already gotten everybody else out. You need to go.
1: We don't need rescuing. We're hiding from you.
3: We're not the ones you need to hide from, love.
1: We live here.
3: The situation has gotten far too dangerous for you and the child. We're simply trying to help you. I'm from the order of the Medicus. You can trust me. Okay, don't shoot. We're not gonna shoot. We're gonna give you transportation out of here.
1: We don't want to go out of here.
3: I'm afraid you don't have much of a choice. If you don't, you may die.
1: You're the only threat here. I live here.
3: I know that we may have harmed your home, but if you truly wish to continue to live with you and your child, you must follow us to safety.
1: This is bullshit.
0: There's some mean hombres downstairs, and they're going to come up, and they're going to rough you up, okay?
1: Got to do more than rough them up. So our group takes the two women and the child down to the lower level, having cleared the top third floor. Now we're panning back to Scythe, who's racing through the desert, quarter tank left in the Bugatti.
4: Girl walks up to me and says, What you driving? And I said, Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Scythe turns their radio down and pulls up to the fuel depot. I get up to the gas station, coast up, park
4: at a respectable distance, and activate my drone and send it forward to take a look around.
1: The fuel depot is right next to an agri-farm where they're growing corn. And there's a big industrial facility all the way around. They kind of share a fence. You don't see, actually, roll basic tech. 17. Looking through the screen, you don't notice any guards, just like Data Dave told Jerry Mason. You see a storage area, you see all the drums, and just like they said, there would be 20 drums of jet fuel.
4: You see 20 drums. I'm going to approach with the Bugatti, figure out where the bunghole on these drums are.
1: Well, there's a big gate. okay. Uh, I'm going to. There's a control panel there where you can do some Netrunner stuff. And Data Dave said if you can get a control of the cameras and shut them down, they would be blind. Uh, I'm going to walk up to the, um,
4: the control panel and uh, jack into it.
1: Roll Cybertech. So you now have control of the system. There are four cameras, there's air conditioning. Hydro system. There are um, machines here that are cooled with water pipes, security system, etc.
4: I'm going to deactivate the security system. I am going to set the air conditioning to 69 degrees and I am going to uh, flick through all four cameras to double check and make sure there's no surprises in there.
1: Okay, roll tech, roll basic tech. You do not see any movement inside of the compound. So the cameras stop recording. Disable the alarm.
4: I get back at the Bacotti, I I align it with the gate and I'm gonna shoot the harpoon at it and yank this motherfucker open.
1: Wow, so you can, (laughs) you can open the gate because you have control of the system. Just by...
4: You know, I, I saw that option and... I just really wanted to use this harpoon.
1: You're going for the... Okay. Okay. Um, um, DV's going to be, I don't know, 15?
4: Got 15.
1: If it meets, it beats. Your harpoon slams into the gate and the come-along feature retracts it back with a snap and breaks it right off the hinges. Sweet. So much for stealth. I
4: cruise right in. I cruise right in like I own the place.
1: But you have disabled the alarm, so no alarms are going off, and you pull the Bugatti into the compound.
4: Yep. Get out the car, look around, start thinking about... uh how nice it would be to take a barrel of the, or two of these home with me but it seems like a lot these are 55 gallon drums full of highly volatile jet fuel
1: there's a flatbed in route with personnel to load this jet fuel onto the flatbed but you haven't checked in with Jerry Mason on the ETA of them
4: uh, I'm gonna give Jerry Mason a shout on my agent bring bring bring
1: Scythe, what do you have for me?
4: I'm looking at a whole lot of jet fuel here, buddy. Um, I'm going to figure out a way to pump it in my car. Where are those uh, two individuals in the flatbed vehicle? Are they on their way?
1: I was waiting for this call. I'll send them now. They're about 30 minutes out. I'm assuming you've disarmed the system and have control of it?
4: Yep, yep, I do. I, I left the gate wide open for them. So that when they get here, they can just come on in?
1: They'll be there in 30 minutes.
4: 30 fucking minutes. I don't know if I want to be here by the time they...
1: They were waiting for the call.
4: Oh, man, I should have called you earlier. That's my bad, but it's mostly your bad. I'm going to go ahead and fuel up. Um, I'll let you know if I'm sticking around for them. They, They don't need help loading up, right? Ever since my... They
1: can load up, but they're not soldiers like
4: you. Jerry, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. I'll talk to you soon.
1: So let me roll
4: perception to see if there is a uh, some sort of pump that I can put in these barrels. Pump in the bunghole.
1: So crit fail on the perception. Uh, I'll be nice and say you don't see anything. To extract the jet fuel from the barrels into the Bugatti.
4: I'm gonna I'm gonna grab one of the barrels and start kinda wobble walking it over to my bucati um so i'm gonna open up the gas cap open up the bung hole on the 55 gallon drum and just tip it over and try to make most of it
1: oh my god so that's really heavy you're not gonna be able to lift that they rolled to find a pump and crit failed suddenly two mechs pop out of boxes (laughs) And draw down on you These mechs are robots And they're large Intruder, stop right there Mother's milk, run Put your weapons down and lay on your stomach
4: I lay down flat on my stomach Interlock my fingers behind my head And put my face in the dirt Uh, But my cyber eye is still linked to my drone And it's still up in the air So uh, where are they compared to me and all of this highly volatile liquid?
1: You see an (laughs) office type building to the right and a fuel refining station to the left and these mechs were like transformers. They looked like just containers, but they popped out and have you drawn down with some high-caliber guns. Well, ain't that a bitch. Four Arasaka soldiers come running in and also draw down on you.
4: Don't move. I'm not moving. Don't get so close to the car. Don't get so close to the car. Don't touch the tram.
1: And they grab you and pull you into a room. How are
4: y'all doing today, boys? What's going? I'm sorry about your gate. No talking.
1: And one of them hits you in the back of the legs with a baton. (laughs) Daddy. Bring your drone down and turn it off. What if I don't? He hits you in the back of the legs again with a baton. (laughs)
4: I'm starting to like that. Fine. I bring the drone down. I turn it off.
1: And they take the drone and Mother's Milk into another room mother's milk I thought he got away
4: how'd you get my bird
1: the bird flew back to you and they grabbed it Ah, stupid lovable bastard
4: I'm really sorry about the cake guys like uh, it wouldn't go
1: they put restraints on you and closed the door they've stripped you of all of your weapons except for your basic clothing you're sitting in a chair with your hands tied behind your back and your legs are tied and you're tied to the chair
4: I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna fucking uh, black widow this bitch.
1: (laughs) You're gonna jump up and try and break the chair that you're in. It's a metal chair. DV's 18. Roll, smash the chair. I'm gonna go with athletics. As the guards are leaving the room, they say, "We'll give you one phone call." Can I can I make the phone call now? Can I make the phone call now?
4: How how long? About 30 minutes.
1: No, we'll be back. Close your mouth. Close the door. 10.
4: <laughs> Got a 10 and I don't have enough luck to throw at that to beat the DB.
1: You jump up in the air and slam back down and really hurt your wrists. Owie. Panning back to the compound. The nomads from Priest Compound have gone downstairs and you hear an explosion. Did that come from the basement? My god, what have they done? I think they actually got their own comeuppance. Well, we should
3: probably wait outside for them and uh, make sure these civilians get onto the other flatbed all right. My
1: cyber eye is twitching. Panning back to Scythe, who tried to escape from the chair and it fell back. Their skirt is up around their head, exposing all of the parts. And a man walks in. (laughs) Who is that? Are you looking at my junk? Is this more embarrassing for me or for you? The man grabs Scythe and sets them upright and says what are you doing here? One of your guys sent me. Uh, They didn't call it beforehand. One of my guys? Yeah. You know Steve?
4: No. Uh, Steve starts with an S. What's his name? Help me out here. Sent you here for what? Uh, for gas. I'm supposed to pick him up from the airport a little bit later, and I just wanted to make sure we didn't run out of gas on the way there or on the way back. He said I could get some gas from um, from here. Steve, uh, uh, Tony, help me out here.
1: Who's, who's the guy in charge? Who's I'm the guy in charge, and I did not authorize any fuel pickups. What are you doing here?
4: He said he was going to call and check up with you and, and run this by you beforehand. He didn't do
1: that? Quit bullshitting me. Why are you here?
4: For gas. For Tony.
1: How did you know this was here? Tony told me. How do you know Tony?
4: He knew you. We met in a bar. Uh, We met at the American Spirit not that long ago. He's friends with uh, fuckboy. Fuckboy Jerry. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, fuckboy Jerry. He likes to fuck.
1: I don't know any of these people you're talking about.
4: How do I know
1: you're the right guy then? You're in Arisaka territory. What are you doing here? Can you prove to me you're Arasaka? It says Arasaka on my shirt. You came here to steal our gas?
4: I came here to take some. Stealing is such a harsh word. I have money. I, w- I mean, I was looking, like, I-, I did a look around. There was no service attendant, nothing like that. I thought it was like an honor system. I was going to leave some Eddie's. Where are you from? Uh, a little north of Vegas. What's your name? Dylon. Dailon, Dailon. Boutros, Botros, Botros, the third. You can call me Scythe.
1: Well, Scythe, there's going to be some repercussions for your bold intrusion of our compound. Please, call me Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. I'm not calling you that. All right. If I gave you a phone call, who would you call?
4: Well, I'm pretty sure I missed my opportunity to be the ninth caller to get those tickets to the uh, insane bozo posse concert that's coming up, so...
1: And he hits you with a baton. Uh. You take nine points of damage. You're not wearing armor anymore. They've stripped you. You want to keep being funny? You think I'm funny? I don't think you're funny. Now tell me, who are you working with?
4: Uh, We had not really come up with a name yet together. If we have... I'm not aware of it. Uh, I think we call ourselves the technology sociopaths.
1: The technology sociopaths?
4: We're still working on that name.
1: So what do you think I should do with you?
4: Uh, I was gonna recommend just like, let bygones be bygones, firm handshake, and we both go on Uh, our ways. Ah,
1: fat chance. What do you want to do with me? I want to find out if there's more of you coming. Not to my awareness. Wait.
4: Nope. No, I can't think of anybody coming. Nobody even knows
1: I'm here. You've alerted our guards and our mechs, and now we're.
4: How did that happen? Because I feel like I turned off your security system. I mean, I I, I I didn't see a security system when I came in here.
1: You a net runner? Yeah,
4: I'm a net runner.
1: Mm-hmm. Does the name Data Dave ring a bell? Yeah, why? That's what I thought. And he walks out.
4: Wait, 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 wait. Before you close the door. Before you go. You mind turning down the AC a little bit? And you mind if I get that phone call? He's already
1: left. 20 minutes later, the door opens again. And the man comes back in the room and hands you a phone. You get one phone call, and I'm gonna stand here while you do it. You try any of your Netrunner shit, I'm gonna hit you again.
4: Here's the thing I don't remember anybody's phone number. It's 2045. I had all that shit saved to my phone. Do you, do you still have my phone?
1: You mind if I use that? We have your phone. Why don't you tell us who the contact is, and we'll bring it up. Alright, um, I am going to call
4: my buddy Banthar.
1: So the Arasaka boss holds the phone up to your face, and it unlocks, scrolls through your phone, and he gives you the number for Banthar.
0: Dime lo, hola, Hey,
1: buddy, how you doing?
0: I am good, amigo. How are you?
1: Uh, I've been
4: better. Um. Long story short, I stopped for some gas, and there's this whole thing. These boxes weren't actually boxes; they were big robots. Yeah, Data Dave and Jerry Mason knows where I'm at. I can't talk long. I'm probably going to get hit in the back of the head. Please come save me quick, quick, quick.
0: Okay, just send me your location, amigo,
4: okay? Mason has it.
1: Okay, see. If I let you give him the location, we're going to meet 200 yards outside of this compound. Do you understand? And I'll be with an army. Here's the thing. They already know where I'm at. How's that?
4: My buddy, JM.
1: Who's JM? Steve,
4: I mean, Steve. My buddy, Steve, he told me where this place was.
1: I knew you were lying to me.
4: How'd you know? Is it the smirk that I make every time that I do? Is it that I flare my nostrils? I've been working on this, I suck at poker. What was your name, by the way?
1: Don't worry about my name. I'm not giving you the location. If they already know where you are, and they'll come looking for you and we're gonna be ready. Bet. And he walks out and closes the door.
0: Okay, I am going to call the Jerry of the Mason and I am going to try to get him to help me figure out where Scythe is, we got disconnected. I need to know where he is so all of us amigos can go get him.
2: You feel like Scythe was set up?
0: I don't know, he did not sound right. He did not sound like he was himself. Something was going on. Let us call Jerry. Hello, (laughs) Jerry!
1: Panthar, what can
0: I do for you? Hey, Mister Jerry, we uh we think our our buddy uh, Scythe is in big trouble, and we need to know if you can give us his location. Prepare Oh no.
1: Okay. Um, uh, I have I have two men that are ten minutes out. Let me call them back. Are you going out there to
0: help him? See, we need to go find. We need to go help our amigo. Unless your men can make it there before we can.
1: My men are only there to pick up the fuel. They are not soldiers.
0: Okay, then we are going to roll out and we are going to go get our m- amigo. I'll text you the coordinates. Muchas gracias, señor.
1: Jerry Mason texts Banthar the coordinates to the fuel depot in the town outside of Vegas. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we wanted to let you know about our Patreon. We would love some support to continue this podcast and our creativity. If you're enjoying it, everything's under Cyber Psychos Podcast. Find us on the web and support us.